How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Chris Lowe is reporting it um, from ESPN, National College Football Writer. Uh, what I'm about to say is, quite frankly, going to sound like a lie in the moment, and it's going to sound insane, but... Nick Saban is retiring. All the rumors we heard post the Rose Bowl about him moving on into the sunset are true. Nick Saban is no longer going to be the coach at Alabama, and he's going to go off into retirement at his advanced age. I think he's 72, 73 years old. I am blown away. I, 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 don't, I don't know any other way to put it, Connor. Nick Saban, seven-time national champion, six-time national champion at Alabama, carries a record of 297-71 and one at Alabama, 206 and 29 with those six natties. He's done. He's no longer going to coach college football. I lost for words. I, I don't know what else to say because what he means to this game, what he means to college football, you you can't replicate a Nick Saban. He is the best coach we've ever seen at the college level. What he did in morphing himself as a coach year after year, where he did it, like there's not a lot of coaches that can go from Toledo to Michigan State straight into the SEC and win a national title. He's going to leave behind a massive hole in college football and a massive hole for the Alabama program that – I think Alabama fans have been reticent, have been very, you know, have been very, you know, they've not wanted to talk about life after Saban. Now they have to deal with it right now in real time. Well, because I I don't think they were expecting to have to do it so soon. I mean, we, the crazy thing about this news happening right now is I know that the, you know, the rumors were circulating, but a lot of us, thought that he had one of the best coaching seasons he's ever had last yep. year. And to retire right after it, I just didn't see that as even a real possibility for Nick Saban in Alabama. This is this could this is one of those deals that changes the landscape of college football yes, 100%. immediately. 100%. Who takes over that job? That job is so wanted, you can recruit it easily. Dan Lanning's probably a guy who's in that running. Uh Glenn Schumann who's the co-DC right now for Georgia um, I, I, D'Amico Ryans is doing a good job with the Texans. I think we'll leave him out of this conversation. But Nick Saban is now retiring, having the fifth most wins in the history of college football. 
And I that's it. Honestly, I'd be more. Was, ahead of him, Pop Warner, Bear Bryant, Bobby Bowden, and Joe Paterno. Oh, okay. they, they just yeah, they, they outlast them. <laughs> that they, they that had, makes sense. And also, like the transition to the NFL for a, for a uh, for a short time definitely hampered that. But I, man. So Brett McMurphy just sent out just now. First reported, Oregon's Dan Lanning is expected to be the top target to replace Nick. Of Sanders. course, makes sense. It makes sense, and. You know, Nick Saban, I don't want to act like he did not latch himself on to the new age of college football. He absolutely did. The NIL, the recruiting, um, the transfer portal, he still latched himself on to that. But if you're going to move forward and try to stay at the peak you are at the top of college football, if you're Alabama, you have to go get a guy like Dan Lanning, a guy who understands and can navigate this new age. That's who you need. And he's young, and he, he has the ability to stay there for a long, long time. So I think Alabama uh, that 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 makes sense that that tracks, but this is just a bombshell. This is an absolute bombshell. It's it's probably the biggest bombshell. Well, and how much I, I wonder how much for Nick Saban? Yeah, new age, and and he's getting older. New age of college football that we're going. I mean, before long, we're probably looking at employer employee relationship that type of thing. Jim Harbaugh's talked about it at length. Tip Kelly's talked about it at length. Maybe he doesn't want to navigate that and continue to do that. I wonder how much, too, we had uh, Kevin Steele retire as the defensive coordinator at Alabama, like going and hiring all these guys. I think for a guy of Nick Saban's age and what he's accomplished, what more can you accomplish in this new age? What more can you get done? And I wonder if that sort of led him out and, and led him to retirement. Yeah, I think that, that that thought process makes a lot of sense. I mean, could I just be completely honest? I'm a bit bummed out by it. To be, like, It's, you know... Alabama's kicked Tennessee's ass for a very long time. Yes. They've kicked everybody's ass for a very long time. But having that type of institution and Nick Saban in the sport, I think the sport was better for it. It's a yeah. massive loss. It's a massive loss. I'm going to miss him. Yeah, and, and what's next for him? Like, I, I have always questioned, with Alabama, will they keep him on somewhere in the athletic department? to try to let him have his hands on the programs and that type of thing, have his hands on the football program at least a little bit. It just seems like a guy, while he's going to enjoy retirement, I think he will fully enjoy retirement, and he wants to step back at least a little bit. It, it seems like a guy you'd want to keep around at, at all costs. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this, because I know Dan Lanning seems like the the obvious guy to, to replace Nick Saban. It sounds like that's what it may happen here. Nick or uh, Lane Kiffin keeps get th- thrown around too. What do you think about that? I, I think Dan Lanning's more more fit for the job. Um, and that's I'm not shooting down Lane Kiffin. What he's done with Ole Miss, eleven win season. Uh, he's got. I mean, uh, yeah, he lost Quinshawn Judkins, but he's got Walter Nolan and all these different guys coming in through the transfer portal. He's he's done a great job building up that defense as well as that offense. Jackson Dart should be coming back. I respect everything he's done, but um, you, you just do worry about. In the past, Lane Kiffin has had a a certain persona that I don't know if Alabama fans will react the best to. That's definitely a guy who would be on the short list, but if Dan Lanning, he would I, – I honestly, at this point, think Dan Lanning's right of first refusal Yeah, to take that job. I think that makes sense. I mean, even – during the season, I think you and I discussed that he could be a possible possible. 100%, yeah. No, he became the popular yeah. pick. But here's here's the other question for Dan Lanning. And, and again, I don't know, because I think most coaches have a tremendous amount of pride about what they can get, get done in, in any particular job, much less Alabama. Like, I get that. But if you're Dan Lanning, 
what is it going to be like to be the guy following the guy? What's it going to be like to be the guy that has to follow up six national championships in the 21st century at the University of Alabama? How do you feel about that, ultimately? Like, that is a tough, tough job to take over. The expectations are going to continue to be as high as possible in college football. There's a short list of high expectations. I think Ohio State and Alabama are right there at the top. Like, how do you feel being the guy to step into those shoes? Again, I think every single coach has the the confidence in themselves, and it may be arrogance to a certain extent. I think it's a good arrogance to have, though, that they will be able to step in and make things be seamless. But it's hard to imagine anything being seamless going from Nick Saban to any other coach in the country. Yeah. Mike Norvell is also being mentioned. Okay. All right. I guess so. I'm not not going to shoot down Mike at this particular moment. I think he struggled in bowl games, um, so there is that. Um, But I think Dan Lanning's the the top, the top, your aspirational hire. And it's just hard to think. Like, there's (laughs) – going from Nick Saban, is there that – like, the aspirational hire. It's like everything's a step down. You know what I mean? Like, everything is a step down from Nick Saban. So, like, I just want to see the reaction of that fan base and how they, like, I'm sure they'll rally around whoever gets hired by the Alabama Athletic Department. But at the same time, like, there's just an adjustment period that we're going to see through the spring and into next season that that Alabama has not dealt with in, in how long? I mean, Nick Saban has been there at this point for, let's see, 17 years? It's just an adjustment period. For all those Alabama fans out there, um, and and again, I I, I want to make it very clear: whoever takes over that job, yeah, I think you can be envied in the fact that you're going to be in a job that seems to recruit itself, a job that seems to success will follow in that job. But I don't think it's an enviable position to be the guy following Nick Saban. It's just not enviable. Not at all. And to your point, it may be easier to recruit to Alabama and you will have the NIL backing you up and all in the in the the booster support but maintaining that team that he has right now is going to be difficult for whatever guy goes in there. It does feel like that all of a sudden the recruiting chain the transfer portal that's going to be a madhouse now depending on what happens with the situation. Well, I mean, Alabama's already lost some guys in the transfer yeah. portal. I would imagine that speeds up unless Dan Lanning or whoever gets that job hops in there immediately. It needs to be fast. And just works their ass off. They have to work their ass off to keep that roster on campus. <laughs> I mean, this is the, f- the absolute funniest outcome here is Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. But this is this is a bombshell, um, and, and we'll continue to talk about it until Alabama hires a coach. But Nick Saban, if you're just now joining us, is done coaching, retiring, according to Chris Lowe of ESPN, after 17 17- Seasons, 297 and 71, 297 wins, fifth all-time in college football history, 206 and 29 at Alabama. He has seven national championships, including the one in the early 2000s with LSU. Uh, This is a void that will not soon be sort of filled. I think, and let's talk about that. Like, who 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 steps up in that role now? Jim Harbaugh may be off. Is it Kirby Smart? Kirby Smart is the guy that you look at two national titles in, he's the guy who would fill that void in the SEC and college football as a whole. I think you have to turn your eyes directly to him. 
It seems like the most logical conclusion. Yeah, like it, right now at least because – I mean, it's a bombshell. It's it's appropriate that it's happening in overreaction, not an overreaction, <laughs> oh because God. it feels like there's no way to overreact to this uh, type to, of news. Yeah. There's no way to, yeah. I mean, it's it's nuts. It's nuts. But this is this is going to send uh, waves throughout college football for years to come. And I I, I do want to know. Um, ultimately, I'll, I'll leave you with this. I just I want to know what. Yeah, Nick Saban's retiring. I want to know what's actually next for him, though. Is it just going and sitting by the lake with his wife and, and going on into the sunset, or is he going to still be around that Alabama program? So I guess the January 10, 2024 on the Gabe Coon Show is going to be defined by breaking news. If you're just now joining us, Nick Saban, legendary coach, 297 wins, fifth all-time in college football history, is officially retiring from the University of Alabama, six national championships with them. LSU, he had the national championship, the BCS. Um, unbelievable news. I, I've had a, a little bit of time to sort of gather my thoughts on this. A, a little bit of time. We just had the break. But um, as far as coaches that are going to replace him, uh, there's two guys that I think should be on the outside looking in. That's Lane Kiffin and Steve Sarkeesian. I, I think they should be on the outside looking in for obvious reasons. Steve Sarkeesian, we know the history, what happened at USC, that type of thing. We know that he's rehabbed. Everything He did it at Alabama, and then now he's at Texas making the college football playoff. Good coach, but I think the history may keep him from getting that job. Ultimately, he may get an interview, um, but that's different than ultimately getting the job. And then the other guy, Lane Kiffin, who you brought up in the last segment, Connor, I am of the opinion that Alabama is sort of that clean-cut, obviously high-profile team, but the coach tries to keep a lower profile I don't know if Lane Kiffin, all the antics on Twitter, would play well with that fan base and play well within that Alabama program. So I'm going to leave them on the outside. The two guys I look at uh, heavily, um, former GAs at Alabama who have, have raised their, their you know, sort of standing in college football over the past few years. One would be Glenn Schumann. He's the defense coordinator at Georgia. He's done a phenomenal job there. He's very familiar with the SEC. He's a young guy, defensive-minded, no-nonsense type of guy, very good on the recruiting trail. That's an outside name that you definitely need to pay attention to. But obviously at the top, and this has been mentioned several times, all over social media, Dan Lanning is, is, is the guy that I would sort of give the right of first, first refusal to. Um, we know how well he's done at Oregon. Phil Knight, he's very in tune with him, coming from Nike school, going to a Nike school. Um, and he was a GA at Alabama, D.C., a defense coordinator at Georgia. He knows what is expected. He's, he's relatively no-nonsense, and he knows how to navigate. And he has no priors. <laughs> That's another thing, like the, the Lane, Kevin, and Sark conversation. Um, but he knows how to navigate the, the modern day of, of college football. And, and I think that that would be something uh, worth noting here. But, like, this is, this is nuts. Like, when we look at the college football playoff and the coaches that were involved, Nick Saban is retired. Kalen DeBoer, in response to Pete Carroll's being out with the Seahawks, he's going to get an interview with the Seahawks. Jim Harbaugh is uh, uh, rumored to the NFL, and now Sark could potentially take a call from Alabama and get an interview. It's very possible all the college football playoff coaches will be elsewhere as the 2024-25 season starts, and that's nuts. I do get a kick. I was just talking to Mark Giannato, uh, a noted Michigan man in the hallway. He says that it's, it's you know, it's fantastic. It's almost as good as a national championship that he feels like uh, Jim Harbaugh in Michigan made made Nick Saban retire. So there is that. <laughs> there is that. The fi- the final chapter of the Nick Saban era 
is a loss in the Rose Bowl to Jim Harbaugh in Michigan, the eventual national champion. But, well, and if you go outside in Memphis, you can hear from a distance the cheering happening in Knoxville right now. You know, yes. you, can, you can slightly oh, God, hear yes. it. I can hear it. I yes. can hear it. Yeah, you can hear it. Yeah. Um, the one guy that's being thrown out there that I just don't agree with at all is Dabo. I don't understand why he would be considered for this job. He well, has shown Alabama. He's uh, he's, he's got the ties I, there. I think it would be. I don't think not that would good. be a good hire. And I also think for Dabo, I know how this year went at Clemson, but you are the statue coach there. Just keep being the statue coach there. Don't. I don't think he needs to jump. Uh, but that's definitely a name that's been coming up over the years. But I think the past couple of years and his sort of deterioration, the deterioration of that Clemson program is going to keep Alabama fans and the Alabama Athletic Department from ultimately making that hire. But I, I just, one more time, undisputed GOAT, Nick Saban, 297-71-1 career record, seven national championships, 11 SEC championships, one MAC championship when he was at Toledo, five-time SEC coach of the year, two-time Bear Bryant Award winner, two-time Walter Camp Coach of the Year, two-time AP Coach of the Year. I don't think it's really uh, – I don't think anybody should dispute it. I think this is – we are witnessing the retiring of the GOAT of college football coaching. So, happy trails, happy future. We'll see what happens with him if he stays around the athletic department at Alabama. But um, happy retirement to Nick Saban. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.